Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gamer Grudge X. Welcome to another exciting episode of Gamer Grudge, the show where all the arguments are made up and the points do really matter. Debatable. Debatable. Well, I mean, if you want to win. <laughs> I've, I've won this so many times, and I still think the points still do not matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid for Zerzak! I like that. <laughs> well, so for this lovely, lovely episode, we have got ourselves our semi-final, one of our, if not our only, semi-final match versus, well, I'll tell you who's versus. In this corner, weighing it at I don't know how many pounds, but yet still has an argument for damn near everything. Bonk Bunker! Hi! Hi! This is supposed to happen two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) I was was sorry, I'm sorry. So your argument better be strong. (laughs) Shit. Shit. (laughs) And in this corner... Perpetual mouth runner and straight up host of this entire thing, Macpool. Let's go. All right, so Let's go. what? <laughs> Given the fact that this is the semifinal match, I suppose if we need a quick rule rundown, we can. But I'd say really quick, how about? If we haven't played that lovely little uh, intro, we give them the gurge. All right, you want the montage? Give them the montage. Give them the gurge. Gurge, gurge, gurge. How annoying and how terrible of a character Claptrap is. However, I will give you a couple things. The R2-D2 reference. If Claptrap and R2-D2 were anything alike, I would actually shoot myself.
All right, there we go. Ready, ready, ready. All so, right. We don't have no question cards. I, I wasn't prepared with that. I yeah, I was going to say, don't have no question cards, but I'm probably sure you gave everybody the questions. Did you? Yeah, I did. You can read the questions before each round if you'd like. All right, Miss Gatia. I have them. In, I have them in front of me. Pulled everything up. I like right. reading the questions. I can read. Sound it out. Feel free to <laughs> read the questions. Do we need to go over the uh, the rules, or because it's semifinal match? Shouldn't really need to worry. Yeah, we're we're vets. Let's let's get this shit over with. I'm here, I'm here to shoot. I'm here <laughs> I just want to see blood. I'm here to shoot bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. All right then. Then let's get this show on the road. Dashio, what is question number one? All right, grudgers. For this first round, just say your answer. So question number one is, what is the best ID software game? Go with Bunker. All right. The best id software game is, in fact, Quake. And Mac? Um, Wolfenstein 2, New Colossus. All right. All right. This second phase, we're going right into a speed round. So you got three minutes to argue your point and only your point. Let's hear some good debating and some good facts because we will fact check you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with Bunker. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. So we have a timer. Zero, are you timing? Uh, I can't be in a moment. <laughs> okay. Professional show. We're super professional. We were just gloating about being vets. <laughs> uh, we're not. We're not. Don't tell them that lie. <laughs> There's a lie. All right. When the bell tolls, Bunker, ready? Ding, ding, ding. All right. So probably one of the single most influential games of the modern FPS is Quake because at this, as you know, you know, multiplayer, it, it got, it, it hit its, you know, cusp of greatness in the doom. But once Quake came out is when everything really changed the game. It is a, with the Quake world update, it was the beginning of client side, uh, uh, you know, stabilization for online multiplayer it it created a it sorry it has won an emmy for the ability that this game has given to be as fully customizable as it has been and there's so many things that have come from quake it's like it is the first actual 3D game because Doom, Doom it's not actually 3D, it was all a trick of the eye it was all actually in fact 2D Quake, actual 3D actual third person actual customization that led to so many mods which, th which then branches off into so many different things and 
It was the birth of Capture the Flag as a game type. It was the birth of fucking uh, birth of Team Fortress. Team Fortress started off as a mod for Quake. It is it is an absolute it was an absolute game changer of a game and you don't you don't have you don't see them going to Wolfenstein Con, you don't see them going to Doom Con, they go to Quake Con because it is the single identifiable game changer game that was released by id software and okay need the rest of my time and scene okay very good very good we're starting off strong here all right we got uh three minutes on the clock mac it's your turn to fight Look, are you ready i'm ready all right. Ding, ding, ding. Look, arguably, arguably, I want to say Wolfenstein, 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 the New Order was a great game for it. It literally brought back from the ashes Wolfenstein 3D. And Wolfenstein 3D was good. There are some games through the years that Wolfenstein, that was on PC, that were not good. They didn't hold up the par. Wolfenstein New Blood, the New Order was really, really good. And it birthed Wolfenstein um, the Old Blood. And people were craving for Wolfenstein 2. They wanted to see what happens to Death Head. Baskowitz. Do the Nazis take over the world? Do we kill do we keep doing what BJ Baskowitz wants to do and kill fucking Nazis? The question is yes, because we got it in Wolfenstein 2, New Colossus. We get to go liberate America from the Nazi regime. We get to kill every last one of them sons of bitches in this game. You get to do it. You get to do any, every, and everything that you. This game delivers what you want. It delivers everything that you want. It delivers everything that you want from the scene. It just takes what New Blood, New Order did, and amps it up to eleven. This game won. This game not only was nominated for awards, it won awards also, and it continued to do something originally it was good in the original, which is going around killing Nazis. And it was, and not only that, it's just, think about this for a minute. When the thing about this game is, when you get this, it got one of the things, it got a good story. You're literally in a wheelchair at the beginning, and you're going around in the beginning. Who does it? BJ Baskins is literally in a wheelchair, still doing what he does best, killing Nazis. He's going up there doing this. I mean, it is so awesome. The gore is amazing. I mean, there's different modes. It's awesome. You get to go to fucking Jupiter. And kill Hitler. Well, you get you, you could kill Hitler. You go to Jupiter, and you got to fucking Jupiter and blow it up. It's awesome. This game is epic. The first one you go to the moon. They, they epic. The first one you um, new book, new order. You go to the moon. This one you go to. Well, no, not Jupiter. You go to Venus. This is awesome. It takes everything that the first one did and it stands upon it. And then, and damn near gives you the perfect ending when you get angle and you literally throw that axe in her face and you're just like, yes, yes, fuck that bitch. We've been wanting to do it because she cut off. Oh, I don't want to spoil anything. Damn it, I'm going to hush. But this game is epic. It's awesome. It gives you what you want and more. I don't really teach no All right. Awesome, awesome. So, do we go into questions now or facts? No, uh, we argue. 
Oh yeah, the the Gurge part. <laughs> now we go right into Grudge. Oh, what what the hell is this? <laughs> I was in, toying with it. You're in a happy little kitchen. <laughs> All right, you guys got five minutes to show some blood. Spill it. Uh, this is a real. This is a real thing between the hot new game or new-ish game and the old standby classic game changer game. Right. Now, there's no saying the legacy that Wolfenstein 2, A New Colossus, will have, but there is an unquestionable doubt that Quake had immensely immense, immense, lifelong game changer impact on the gaming industry as a whole. It is unquestionable. Look, look, I'm a, let me defend you for a minute. Yes, Quake has something that I really wish Wolfenstein had, and that's multiplayer. I wish it had multiplayer. If it had multiplayer, this wouldn't even be a fucking argument right now. But I will say this. Quake, while it is a good game, it started a lot of shit. It started a lot of stuff. People modded it. People love Quake. But you want to know what's better than Quake? Quake 2. Why Quake 2? Because Quake 2 is the game that they play at QuakeCon. I am that in my line. The Quake, they have pants this. Quake was good. We got the Quake 2 engine because of this, because they advanced upon it. In fact, the reason in fact it got better because let's not forget John Romero was one of the people who literally made Don Katana. Let's not forget he made Don Katana and literally went left. And they it's funny. He left, and it got better. It got better in Quake 2. We're talking about Doc Katana Quake. That's basically what it is. Doc Katana Quake. Quake 2. They just literally said, fuck you, John. We should do better. And they did better. They made a better engine, a better game. Quake 2 is literally the game that they go to and say, it's one of the best games. It's literally the go-to game in Quake. When you go to Quake Hunter, it's the game, not Quake. Quake 2. Yeah, but the the, the creations that came from Quake 1 are significantly more iconic than, than that. Because you can, you can name all the things that came from uh, all, the, all the mods and stuff that, that came from, you know, the, the Quake 1. How, it's like, what's the Team Fortress for Quake 2? Yeah, I mean, what's the capture the flag of Quake 2? Look, and I'll, like, I, I agree. There's some things in that, that but that's mods. That's done with mods. That wasn't in the original game. Mods made those made that game they, better. They kept that game alive, which is impressive. Not not saying taking away from Quake. This is hard because Quake is a good game, but they kept that game alive. Mod kept that game alive. Quake Two was so good, it came out the very next year, which lets you believe that they originally intended Quake Two to be Quake One. They literally rushed that out. They said, well, we, we want they want something. We're going to give them Quake. And Quake 2, if I'm not mistaken, you can fact check this, came out really early. It didn't even, it didn't even take years. It took, like, I think more less than two. It took two. We're, two. we're, we're, we're spoiled on, on, on game development time. Game <laughs> development took a lot less time back in the day. Game, game, <laughs> game, it's like, game development, because let's, let's not forget, the first four Sonic games came out Within like the first five Sonic games came out within like three years. Yeah, so yeah. Let, let's let's not talk about how how long it took between Quake yeah, One and Quake and Two. I, the first look, four Sonic games. 
came out from 91 to 94. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that, isn't that interesting that they just made a game and it's all of a sudden just like, oh, yeah, we made Quake 2. And it's like, well, this might have been originally Quake 1. That's amazing. And back to your argument about Wolfenstein. The reason why I got to go back to New Blood, because when you looked at the New Order, the New Order was the game that everybody was like, this is the game. How are you going to top the New Order? How are you going to top that game? And they and they did it. It was impossible, but they did it. They improved upon it. They literally improved on every single aspect in, in Wolfenstein 2. Where Quake, I feel like Quake, Quake 2 is good, but it was good because they were developing that over the years. They took what they did and just like, okay, let's just do a little bit more better than what we originally planned and make Quake 2. That's the way I feel about Quake 2. Quake. But I, no, I'm not saying Quake, Quake is a bad guy. Quake is a good guy. I'm just saying, you know, issues. The, the, I feel like issues. John Romero still is was a part of that. And yeah, Doc, yeah, I gotta say Doc, Doc, Doc Katana. Nobody's talking about Daikatana other than me. <laughs> he made Quake. <laughs> he he designed Quake. He did not make Quake. He had nothing to do with the with the engine of Quake. He, he only had Quake? to do he only had to deal with the level level. Was design. he a part of Quake too? I, I mean, I can mic drop this. Was he a part of Quake too? One of the arguably best During games. During the end. I mean, look, time. Quake two is better than Quake. Gun, you're cut. Shut up. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Um, Good argument, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that was that was very interesting. Um, fact checking. You want to give the last minute, last question? Oh yeah. Um, Zero, do you have one? I I have a pretty simple one. If not, Zero. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just kind of thinking in a minute. Um, okay, I ha- I have one. All right. Cool. 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 Tell me how your games could still be the successes they were if they were developed by another studio. Oh. That's a tough question. <laughs> Can we pick the studio? Um, yeah, you can pick the studio. Okay. Well, here's the thing. My answer is I don't think it could have been because id Software was the was the leader of the pack on pushing the new technology in video games, and that if it wasn't done by id Software, it would not have happened. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta agree with Eric, sort of, because I feel like Ed Software is that edgy person, is that person that goes to the edge of all the of all the other video game companies. And I think a video, if you put them in, in a, put it by another developer, they would literally, you know, tone down on some stuff that was not coached because it pushed it to the edge where everybody else was like, yeah. Like, if you put it on, if you literally gave this to Capcom, they would literally just tone down some stuff, and it wouldn't be fun. They would tone down the stuff, and Capcom known for, quote, if this was given to Capcom, I swear to you, this will be canceled. They will not make this game, because they cancel a lot of games, and they would cancel this, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. 
that's just being honest, but that's the way I feel about it. I think it, I think it could, but I think it'd get toned down and it wouldn't be good. Okay. So you both still, you both believe, believe that it could manage it. Oh, it couldn't be managed without it. All right. So, I think now is about time for facts. Yeah. Um, I didn't find many problems with anything that was said. Um, I zero. I thought your question was really interesting because I'm reading about Quake, and in, in its development was very controversial and controversial. And apparently, like most of the team left after it was released, <laughs> and they had to go with a different company um, to remaster it. Night Dive Studios, and then published by Bethesda, because there was like so many creative problems with the company and id. <laughs> So, anyways, but I didn't find many issues, did you? No, not really. Yeah, you guys were pretty true, t- true to your hearts, true to your games. Okay. I'm so glad oh. nobody brought up something that we'll talk about that probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess into voting. Yeah. Zero. Um. <laughs> I'm honestly gonna have to go with Wolfenstein on this one. What? Because and and hear me out. Wolfenstein and Quake, both very good games. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. But I feel like Quake has kind of had moments where it's tuned itself away from what it originally you know, made itself out to be from official id licensed products. Whereas Wolfenstein was always, oh, hey, go go beat up, you know, Nazis. And it's never really strayed from that. It's done more things. It's done more to, like, expand that and take alternate routes through that with the with the more recent games, but it's always been BJ Blaskowitz goes through and kicks the crap out of Nazis. Yes. The end. <laughs> and I think sticking to that kind of makes it shine a bit more because it's dare I bring it up, it's like it's like Call of Duty with its yearly almost yearly releases. People will buy the same thing simply because of the fact that it's something they're comfortable with. Right. And Quake has had a few had a few games where I wasn't talking about the other games though. I was only talking about the first Quake. No, I, I did that. That was my fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. You fell into the black hole. <laughs> and when it comes when it comes to that's the thing. When it comes to Quake itself, it's like. I'm looking at this not just from the singular game. I'm also looking at this singular as, game. like, I don't know, maybe I'm interpreting the crest. <laughs> yeah, you definitely wrong. are. <laughs> but, uh, we were in fighting I mean, franchise. We were fighting game. Okay, either way. <laughs> well, Mac also kind of went full franchise with his whole... Yeah, yeah, he did. 
So um, either way, <laughs> Wolfenstein just kind of, you know, Robo Hitler. How can you beat that? <laughs> they topped it. <laughs> so okay, yeah. well. Uh, since we have uh, not a third judge, zero is, we're, is we're, our master we're, we're, judge. We right? are looking, we are working through trying to get some technical difficulties handled for our third judge. So for this round, we are going with Mac Wolfenstein. Wait, unless we have. I mean, who would you vote for? See, that's the issue is um, I think that I think Bunker had a stronger argument just like although then hearing Zero say how like people would keep buying the same game because they're comfortable with it. That's true. Like if I like it reminds me of when I played Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie and then years later Nuts and Bolts came out and I bought it thinking oh my gosh another Banjo-Kazooie game and it was not it was not anything and like, and I it, I hated it I, because of that reason. Yeah, I think this one kind of also went off the rails because, let's be real, it kind of it kind of delved into full franchise detailing yeah. with both the. I did, I did not step out choice. of Quake. I did not step out of Quake. No, 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 no. I, Eric, I had no choice but to go full franchise mode to beat you. Quake is too good. I can't go one on one with Quake. I had to literally go. Sir, I, I pulled, I'm telling you what I did. I pulled a Zach. I literally was like, come to the black hole. Let's get you yeah. into the black hole. I pulled I, the black I, hole argument. <laughs> I, like, I liked how um, Quake like had so many add-ons and changes and like upgrades from its uh, pre, pre, um, predecessor. predecessor. Um, I don't know the word. But so that's why I was leaning towards it because you brought up a ton of good points. But after hearing why like zero's argument about um you know people buying that game i i have to go with wolfenstein wow so, yeah so it was a tough one you guys both had solid solid arguments i was I like not, I... I don't have to judge this is great i feel no shame and guilt <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, Mac did not have a good argument. Literally, no, Mac, did, Mac did not, did not pulled, have a good argument. I pulled, that, oh, I pulled a rabbit out my story. ass. And do you know what I did? Eric, I learned that from Zach. I learned that straight from Zach. Zach does not come up with a good argument. <laughs> Save it for the garage. Uh, let's Ma- bring Mac that in. Mac literally got that point by changing the question. <laughs> That's what I do, David. I'm like, I popped it into Google Translate and then translated it back. And <laughs> all right, so we are going to move right into this next question. If you no, we're not. No, we're no, not. not. no, we're not. Never mind. <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna sit here quietly. <laughs> Y'all need to read the chat. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Uh, that's a thing. I had it pulled up a second ago. Okay, people in the chat are no, saying. No, no, the Zoom chat. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw some plugs. Oh, damn. Hey, what's up, guys? Let's go ahead and talk about Rogue Energy. You want some drinks? Do you want to play? Do you want to play your Wolfenstein's or your or your Quake or Quake Two or Quake Three or 
the uh, the terrible and really forgetful Quake Four. Well, go get you some rogue energy and go get some. Go type in Game Fix and you can get you some percentage off of your next gear for some good old fashioned drinks. All right, I'm back and. We figured out the conundrum, so hopefully our other mod will be in here relatively soon. Alright. So that way it's not so unfair of a uh, Yeah, the, a the master, the, the king judge to rule them all. <laughs> this is well, not I a democracy. Mean, I, this I is lose, a... <laughs> I lose every last one of these damn things. Come on. <laughs> Either way, right. I win. I'm probably going to go to the set. I'm going to the finals, or I'm going to go to a uh, go to a champion to a. He's either going to the finals or he's going to the bottom of a bottle. Take your pick. I'm either going to win. I'm going to win. Either, either way, we can do both. both. We're going to a, We're going to a <laughs> All right. So, question number two. All right, guys. Question number two, phase one. So, just the answer. What is the worst Marvel-based game? We started with Bunker, so Mac, your answer? Blade. Blade. PS1. Blade. PS1. Blade. PS1. Bunker. Uh, Worst Marvel-based game. Avengers Academy. All right. So, we have three minutes on the clock for Mac. When When you're ready... To argue, Blade or PS1? Do we have a timer up? Timer goes in three, two, ding. Okay, look, I reviewed this damn game on Let's Make It Better. This game sucks ass. It's terrible. If you saw my, I, I deleted this review. It is very bad. The game is, the controls are shit. The music is literally repetitive. It's the same damn beat every time when you're daggone in the first stage. And I couldn't get past that first stage. And the and it goes like this. You're going to hear this every time. That's all you're going to hear every time you play Blade for the PS1. It's going to be like that every time. What it, it, like, it, not, not only that, when did we ever have a good Blade? Blade is one of the best superheroes in Marvel history, and it pisses me off that this game fucking exists. We, have, we at least got a decent Spawn game, but we didn't get a good Blade game? Come on, this is bullshit. We need a good Blade game, and this game tarnishes the word of Blade. It pisses me off. It doesn't have good power-ups. He's terrible. It literally, I mean, my God, it's so fucking bad to control the garbage. The sequel's not good. So, I mean, look, there's, look, if, look, I'm surprised they didn't make a Blade 3. Blade 3, come on, Blade 3 was terrible. But damn it, it probably would have been a good game. It would have been on the PS2. Blade 1 started it. I'm not going with the start of the shit. I reviewed this game. It is shit. It will forever be shit. I can't, I'm still trying to figure out how to fit, how to pick up the fucking blade. I didn't know how to do it. I don't even know how to use a sword. I mean, I'm still wondering, where's my fucking boomerang that I can flip around? Damn it. I wanted to be, damn it. Fuck blade. PS1. Oh. Wow, that, was, that was fiery. <laughs> Whew. I'm feeling the heat. <laughs> okay. So. I yelled at a mirror when I did this. Yeah. Three, three minutes are back on the clock. Uh, Bunk, my boy. 
Tell us why Marvel. Avengers Academy is the worst Marvel game. I'll take you back in time a bit in a in a much simpler time where you would see a whole bunch of people talking about, hey, there's this new mobile app coming out, Marvel's Avengers Academy. And it's got so much star power behind it. It's got it's got uh, Priyanka Chopra as Miss Marvel. It's got Dave Franco as Iron Man. It's got Tobuscus. Nope, Tobuscus is out of the game uh, as Ant-Man. Uh, and it's got so much star power and all these different characters for this piece of shit freemium wait and tap and go through games and bullshit freemium piece of garbage game. It is such a non-game game. It is it, it is an idol. You send your your hero off to do a mission, uh, off to do a thing, and then you wait 12 hours, and then he'll come back and you're like, hey, story progression, I guess. And you just you just sit around and you're just like, hey, can I do the thing? And it's like, and that would have been all right at best. But then it moves into, hey, now you could progress the story or you could go through the big monthly events where you can't really get anything worthwhile unless you drop a hundred bucks a month on these fucking monthly events. And that's how you get anything. You want, you want Cap as a werewolf? Yeah, you gotta fucking you gotta fucking drop so much money, and then you'll roll to fucking get it. It's it's just a premium piece of shit mobile game that's not worth your time, money, or effort. The animations are fucking jank as hell, and it's like just the game should not have existed. It 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 seeds its little like oh look at all these celebrities we have voicing all these popular characters, ha ha. So they have like these like five fucking lines that they probably spent like two minutes recording in a booth and then they're just like they're just like take give us all your fucking money where we don't put any money or effort give us all your fucking money put in your mom's credit card and buy these fucking points i don't fucking care it's free it's a freemium piece of garbage game should not fucking exist also de-ages all the characters for no fucking reason (laughs) they're all they're all high schoolers they're all high schoolers (laughs) Maybe it's relatable for the crowd that uses their parents' credit cards. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Aaron. Okay. I want <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Five minutes Scourge. on the clock. Gentlemen, uh, get your gloves ready. Just remember, no below the belt. Go. At least your game's a fucking game, man. <laughs> my game is such a non-game. It's like I it it might as well be like a fucking uh, it might as well be a fucking PNG that I stare at every now and then. Clash of Clans still exists. Damn it, it still Clash of Clans still exists. People still love this shit. Clash of Clans is more of a game than no, Marvel's Avengers Academy. <laughs> Your game has, you know, a recognizable soundtrack. Mine's a fucking Recognizable? Where's that came from, damn it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that song's stuck in your head. That is a sign of a good fucking no, no. game soundtrack. It is stuck in your head. It is, well, it is because, as stuck in your head as Green Hill Zone, well, man. Just because I listen to, just because I sing fake love, just because I lo- listen, I sing, listen and sing fake love, 
by Drake doesn't mean I love Fake Love by Drake. It means that doesn't mean it's a good no, song. I think, I think it does exactly mean you love that song. Summertime Love is a good example. Just because I said, just because Wimpy sang Summertime Love doesn't mean he loves Summertime Love. It's stuck in his fucking head, and that was terrible. This is terrible gaming. The controls are bad. At least with your game, your controls are good. Yes, I admit it's pay oh, to win, but oh, also the game doesn't fucking work. It it just it just didn't fucking work half the people, time. People reviewed it. People said that it actually was a game that they liked to play. They loved playing it. They streamed it. <laughs> fucking street people streamed a a wait put put somebody on a task and wait twelve hour game. Look, yeah, look, that's. Look, look, High Eric, peak Eric, of streamer content, let me tell Eric, you. Eric, I want to win this point so bad, so I'm going to bring up something. Look, I'm sick and tired of all these... I'm sick and tired of of minority superheroes not getting their just dues. Spawn sucked, and we at least got a decent Spawn game. And Blade, one of my favorite Marvel heroes that I grew up watching, and I watched Wesley Snipes do that shit, and I've been waiting for Wesley Snipes. I was like, yeah, we got Wesley Snipes cutting shit out of vampires. We don't get that with that guy. I would get is him just with his stupid shades on. He don't even look like Wesley Snipes. He look like Sticky Fingers. And I mean, that's just being honest. He looks like Sticky Fingers. That's not how bad it is. He looks like a chubby blade, and I'm like, what the hell is this? This is not blade. This is bullshit. And it's, that's, it's yes, comic this is the PS1. accurate blade. <laughs> yes, this is the PS1. I admit that. But there are a lot of good PS1 games on Marvel. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, those were not bad Marvel games. They were good games for the console at that time. There are good Marvel games on the PS1, and I know you're going to argue that. And your game, yes, while it is bad, and I'll admit that sounds bad because I hate pay to win. I hate it, which is the reason why I hate class. It's not even it's not even pay to win. It's pay to maybe get what you need. Well, I mean it's an RPG. No. Look, superhero squad is this, damn it. (laughs) There's it's just it's like I said, my it's like my game is such a non game, and it's just designed to fucking eat your fucking money. Because you want for little kids, little kids should not kids. play Marvel's Avengers Academy. Well, well, you want to know something? Adults shouldn't play Blade for the PS One. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Look, Blade for the PS One. It's just a. It's just a, you know, it's just a, it's, yeah, like yeah. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cheap tie-in. Cheap mine tie-in. is, mine is malicious. <laughs> mine is, my game is straight up malicious that they, that they continue to they keep pushing shit out. On what, they shit it on Wesley Snipes' play. They shit it all over that guy. He even shit it it's all like, over him. It, my game was so malicious in the blatant cash grab nature that it was as it can keep continue. It's like, and it's like, and for a while it's like, Hey, yeah, you can pay to unlock Hulk early. Okay. Uh, and then it's like, yeah. And then they just straight up didn't release Hulk for fucking quick, quick, like question. a year and a half. Here's a good question I'd ask. Why, if your game is so bad, and I just want, if your thing's so unglorious, why is Blade not in your game? Tell me this, Eric. Why Blade is not in your game? Why isn't he? Because of PS1 Blade. 
Blade's not in the game because his movie hasn't come out yet. That's when they'll put him in the fucking game. <laughs> when they came out, it's Wesley Snipes. <laughs> time. <laughs> that was a good gurge. Oh. Um, yeah, no kidding. I've <laughs> I've been waiting to tell to tear Avengers Academy a new one for a long time. Waiting to tear Blade apart. <laughs> I am I am thoroughly enjoying both of your debates. You both came yeah, this, like this ready. This back to uh, you know, Eric. This takes me back to uh, Battle Network days. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So, Dash, do you have a question? Um. Oh. Um. Uh, I, I, I kind of, but if if you have a, a if you have one ready, mm. then go for it. But uh, yeah, if, okay, all right. If if you could make your game playable, but you could only change one thing about your game, what would it be? Ooh, that's actually good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alright. Uh, so we went with Zach first, so well no. Wow, I mentioned people that aren't even Whoa! We went back, we whoa, went back whoa, first, we need so. to get car the, that, the ghost of Zach is in the house. <laughs> I know his his fact checking ghost is everywhere. So I know, I know. Mac, you first. If I could change anything, so I, I really can't just like throw this game in the garbage, burn it, and then remake it. I can't do no, that, right? You, you need to change one thing, only one. one. If I could change one thing about my game, I would literally, to me, it goes, if there's one thing in a game you need control, graphics, music, in the PlayStation era, you were not getting to. But if you're if you can control good enough with your game in the PlayStation era, it would be decent. So I would say control would be the main thing I would fix. Okay. 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 All right. Eric? The way to fix this game is to make it so that you no longer have to sink in money to do basic shit. That's always a plus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Short, straight to the point. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. We've effectively got a Marvel title with the approximate selling value of Mega Man X6. Yep. And we've got a premium gotcha game. Yep. Hmm. Decisions, decisions. Which one do I choose? Well, you said it like that. We know what you're going with. (laughs) Yeah, correct. You're both wrong. (laughs) I was going to say um, worst Marvel game we all know by a long shot is freaking Spider-Man on the NES don't fucking at me <laughs> so oh, damn. oh Spider-Man that was the limitations by the NES it was decent but it was shit. I admit that. Um, anyway, um, for what I have to choose, um, given your arguments, um, 
Yeah, I'd actually have to go with um, Avengers Academy. Now, and the way, the big thing that really caught the notion of my choice is the fact that the the keywords are basically unplayable. Because if I if I know my games, a game could literally be a two out of a, a two out of ten on a on a critic scale. As long as it plays decently enough, I'll give it a try. But if I cannot play it, there is no keeping it. That's understandable, which is why that last question made sense. I understand. And I said that last question not that fast either. Yeah, I know. And like you said, you, you changed you changed the control and de- I mean subpar controls are better than no control. So one one, yeah. Yeah, and I agree. Just for the record, I, I as soon as I heard like I was reading up on it for fact checking just in case, and I was like, it was like, yeah, you like have to spend hours to get nothing. You pay a lot of money, and those are the games like that trick me into downloading them for free on my phone, and then I play for ten minutes, and then I'm like, oh, it's one of these. And then I delete it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I, I, my whole I mean, argument was like, this is a kid's game. That was my whole yeah. argument. I was like, I can't argue. And, and, yeah. and here's the thing it's not a wrong argument because it is supposed to trick parents. It, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's shovelware. Trap. It is literally shovelware. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's fucking malicious. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the can thing. Most shovelware is malicious. Play, okay, can we all believe that play for the PlayStation 1 is a terrible game? Oh, nobody's doubting that, but the, yeah. the thing about it is is just that it got argued that Marvel Avengers Academy was just worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's I feel bad, like... and then there's Lick. So... Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, 1-1. One, one. The game also, by the way, had to shut down its original subreddit because of fucking weird <laughs> drama. It was nuts. Also, okay, yeah. Want... When you when you shut down a sh- an original subreddit because of shit like that, then uh, yeah, that's beyond malicious because yeah. that is the origination of malicious compliance to begin with. Right. Um. Also, I want to say, um, in question one, the game that I was talking that I was glad you didn't bring up was the New Blood. Um, because yeah, that game sucked. <laughs> I'm glad Eric didn't know that because it would have got me in there. Okay. Well, still you. You kind of turn that entire thing multi-franchise, you know, the, yeah. for the entire franchise, and it's supposed to be one question. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. confusing the judges. Yeah, I do. That's what I do. I do it there. Yeah, well, it won't happen again. Question three. Question three, everybody. We need answers and answers only for the space. So, who is the best assassin in gaming? We did Mac last, so Bumper, Eric. Agent 47. Agent 47. Mm. Let the record show. Agent 47. And Mac. I went with Shelly D. Shelly D. Killer from Phoenix Wright. From the Phoenix Ooh. Wright series. Shelly This will be an interesting argument to fight. So then. We got three minutes on the clock for Eric. Whenever you call it, Zero. Eric, your three minutes to argue why Agent 47 is the best assassin starts now. Now, there's a lot more to being an assassin than just being a killer. 
there's so many different things. And part of it is being completely indetectable and knowing and stalking your prey to get the exact right thing. You got to fucking nail this dude with a coconut, make it look like a goddamn accident. You got to, you got to, you got to just get in there, get out, get out, be indetectable, dress like a fucking clown. You got to just do whatever it takes to absolutely demolish your quarry without anybody having a single fucking clue what the hell is going on. You got to get in, get everything you need, get out. And the man for the job is undeniably Agent 47. Because like I said, that dude can fucking kill you with a coconut from 50 meters away. That he can, he can, he can stroll up with his bald head and barcode and toe and just be, he'll just quick change clothes and be, you're not the same dude I just saw. He is such an absolute master of disguise. He can, he can blend in almost anywhere, take down anybody with anything. He can go for absolute nuts things, and he just has the ability to, to always just figure out the exact right moment to just absolutely cause either the, the most imperceptible death in existence or the most absolute batshit crazy situation and just get out there and then just walk onto a boat and drive and, and drive away like nobody ever fucking saw you. And that man can do almost fucking anything and kill you with anything. The ultimate assassin. All right. Okay. Very, very good. Very good. All right. So we should be having our third, uh, our other judge come in soon enough. Um, I sent the link along, so I got the host it. should be. I got it. I'll put it in. <coughs> Are you ready? I'm right. ready. I'm ready. I'm good to go with three minutes on the clock. So, uh, Mac. Ding, ding, ding. Shelly the Killer. In the world of Phoenix Wright, um, basically, he is, like, if you want to, we're talking about the best assassins. And Shelly the Killer is the best assassin. He gets the job 100% of the time. He gets the job done. And in the world of Phoenix Wright, yes, you can do fact checks. It says he only killed. It only prefer. It only confirmed he got two confirmed kills. But we don't know how many more people he got. We don't know how many people he assassinated. He assassinated two that we know. But he's been known to kill more, assassinate more people. He has done a lot of things. He 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 had the only great. And I know what people are going to say. And I know they're going to bring this up. The 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 um, farewell turnabout and that turnabout. He was noticed, and they figured out who he was. But that was because he has a code. Unlike, unlike another person, he has a code. When he gets, when he gets, when when he does, when he assassinates his person, he makes sure that there is no connection between you and the person. There is no connection between you and that person. He gets the job done. If you need, hey, I need that guy assassinated, and I need this information from him, and I need it now. 
He will get not only the information that you need, he will kill that person. He, all he need, all he did with the um, he did with the in the um, Pharaoh talking about, he used a fucking rag and strangled the guy. He didn't need nothing. It made it look like he made it look like a suicide, and he would have got away with it if it wasn't for the bullshit that they did. They messed up the crime scene to make it look like that Matt did it. That was how good he is. He makes things look like what it not seen. And I want to say this about Shelly, because Miles Edgeworth has something to say in this, and I want to quote what he says. A special investigation team existed for numbers of years. Numbers of years, but few know of it. Their task is to find the owner of this card, which is a shell. The man that's called the man that is known as Shelby Killer, and just his name states he is a killer, an assassin, the best at that, the best in capital others, the assassin that is the best at that. That's why I picked Shelby Killer. He is an assassin that is the best at that. This is a prosecutor that said that they had a team searching for him. They don't know who he is. They don't know what he looked like. He got his name out there. They don't know who, what he looks like. He can blend in and disappear. He got his name, but they don't know who the hell he is. That's how scared Shelly the Killer is. He's an assassin. And I remember at the end of the federal turnabout, he literally told, uh, he literally said, Phoenix Wright, look, if you need a job, if you need something done, call me. The, the whole thing blew up and blew up. It's like, that's, that's just what it is. I'm time, done. time. I'm done. Good. Uh, I mean, you filled your time up. <laughs> but good, but good. Okay. Um, do, do, do. do you have a question, Zero? Oh, wait, grudge. We got a grudge. Sorry, I always forget the most important part. I was going to say, we got that grudge to do. <laughs> All right. Five minutes to the show stage some of blood. history has been reloaded. Five minutes on the clock. Let's see who gets the first assassination. Ooh. Go. Ding, ding, ding. Like I said, Agent 47 can kill you with absolutely fucking anything. He can kill you with scenery. This man can get away. He gets away with literal murder all the fucking time. My, here's, I got a question for you. Let's back up to what you said at the beginning. You didn't say he did it. You could do it, which is what the thing about it. Is it you? Is it he that's doing that shit or you that's doing that shit? Because in those attempts, you fails those missions and he fails. So technically, he failed some missions. Technically, he did. And if we're going technically, there is a scene at the end of, of, a, of a hit personal hitman game where he gets tricked and duped into going into a situation getting trapped by the owners which he literally is trying to get away from. He gets trapped into that loop. He gets trapped. So the question still, does that follow the story? This is the question I ask. Is it you that's the best assassin or is it he that's the best assassin? That's the question. Is it you or him? Shelly the killer, there is no doubt it is him. You're not controlling Shelly. He is doing this his own damn self. Yeah, and that's so fucking boring, not being able to play as the best this assassin. Not, this that, is not that sounds about, like this su- is not about, that sounds is, like an Eric, absolute Eric, yes, this is not about this is not about what the best played assassin. This is not the best 
This is not about. This is not about. I'm answering the question. Well, well, I, what what the, I'm getting is you have a lot of fucking that? speculation about your character because you actually don't know fucking anything about this character. So you, it's allegedly the best assassin, but you don't see goddamn shit. You don't see a goddamn thing this person does. You only see the fucking failures. So you've only seen your character fail. That's the point. You only see your character fail. That's no, the point. No, we only see your character fail because they fucking get caught, right? No, he hasn't got caught because you can fact check that. They have not put him in prison. They don't know who he is. He killed two people. He got away with it. They didn't catch him. They had a fucking. How do you even know that yours is one person? How do you even know yours is one person? Could be a whole fucking people. It's one person. If you play the game, he literally dresses up as a butler and it's one man. He is doing all this shit. He kidnapped my faith just to make sure. This is what he did. He kidnapped my faith just to make sure that Phoenix Wright gets a non-guilty verdict on Matt because Matt was on trial. That's a code. He has a code. Agent 47 has no code. Look, Kelly just did the job. He could have walked away. But you want to know something? He has a code. And I'll admit, that one time, he fucked up because of Matt because Matt was videotaping him during the process. But you want to know what he said to Matt? He said, look, whoever betrays me, he said this and I quote, whoever betrays me, I literally ripped up that contract and that person becomes my next target. He made Matt, literally, he literally was going to say, he had a choice between not guilty and guilty. You choose not guilty, that motherfucker say, send me to prison. He's going to kill me. That's why he's scary. He is so scary because they don't know who, where he can come. That man is so scary that he can go into a prison and probably kill that. This man is the assassin. He is scary good. He killed, like I said, yes, he only killed two confirmed people. But according to the two, they, they, made, how many people, they made a team for Shelly. A team. A team for Shelly. They made a team. A team that is unknown. And they still can't find this thing. And about your dress up, come on, man. This is a bald man. Or, who, everybody got to recognize that shit. Nobody ever fucking recognizes them. That's this, because this man's killed so stupid. many people. They're so dumb. Many people, and he'll, he'll just he'll just walk up and fucking They're ice dumb. Gary Busey. I mean, ice actual actor Gary Busey, and then he'll, he'll just walk away and be fine. Just, just mean, get away, stop freak. Get, get in the fucking helicopter. I'm just I'm just saying. Like the question is, what is the best assassin? While Agent Forty Seven is the most well known assassin. And the looking assassin, and he looks the part, he is not the best assassin because it's more likely you that's assassinating, not him. Shelly the Killer. Shelly the Killer seems more like a record, to my knowledge, right now. Shelly the Killer sounds more like a serial killer than a. Uh, he's an assassin. assassin. They said he's an assassin. He, don't, he has a contract. He appeals to that contract. He's not a serial killer. He is a contract killer. <laughs> he made a contract with Matt Ingram, for Christ's sake. Come on. Like I, like I said, Agent 47, it's like the mess the mess ups are on you. When you die as Agent 47, that's no longer canon. Time. <sighs> All right, really quickly, uh, if you haven't. Well, there we are. And there's our third Uh, you have no, uh, no, um, speech, hon. 
She's still trying to figure out some technical difficulties, but we at least have, have her yeah. in. Oh, I'm still connecting the audio, that would be why. Oh, here we go. Hey, it's a wolfie. Hello, welcome, wolfie, wolfie. Sorry, that took so long. No, you're good. So, just to catch you up, we are at 1 1, and we just finished the grudge round. Nice. The question being, uh, who is the best assassin in gaming? The best assassin in gaming, huh? Yep. So, um, Asashu, any fact checking? Um, I wrote some stuff down. Uh, it was, I, I didn't find anything wrong. I found some, some facts that, um, are kind of just similar, so they kind of take away from your argument because both assassins, like both of them, wear like silly disguises and blend into groups and stuff. So it's kind of like negates each other. But um, I didn't find anything really wrong with the arguments. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was reading. I was doing my doing my research. Hmm. Um. Okay. Questions, questions, questions. I have one question, if, unless you have one. Ready? Actually. Do you? Ah. Go for it. Well, given the fact of what we do and don't know about one of our, no, for each of our answers, it probably wouldn't work. So I might have to rephrase this question, but. Actually, you know what? No, I, I got it. I got it. All right. Given each of your assassin skills, how would you think they would best take down an enemy given to them, like somebody, a, a target given to them by, say, like a country's government? And then, so, we started with uh, good old Eric first for the side of this question. So, Eric. All right. So, what Agent 47 is best at, it's blending into the background, taking, taking on the appearance of waitstaff, of janitors, of just random people up, out and about. And, they'll, and he'll absolutely stalk the, the target as, as they're going on their on their daily routine and find the best place to absolutely lay them out, make it look like an absolute accident just to, just to find like, Oh, uh, just a random coconut hit them on the head and they fell off the banister and they plummeted to their death. That is the kind of thing that agent 47 is best at just blending into the background, making it look like an absolute freak accident and walking away scot free. Pretty good. Okay. Mac. What was the question again? Knowing what you know about your kill about your assassin skills, how would they best take down an enemy uh like if they were given a governmental contract for their services, how would they take down the target? Well, Shelly 
literally has skills. He's a gentleman, so he can blend in. And he, like, just like with Agent 47, he can blend in, be a butler. He can literally make it look like an assassin. He can make it look like a literal accident. He can make it look like an accident. He can make it look like a suicide. That's what he does best. He makes the scene looks like a suicide. And also, if it was a government situation, he also is going to literally get what he's going to... Because during that case, he literally needed to get a photograph. He knew what bear to get in the um, in the federal turnabout. Get the bear and knew exactly what bear the photo was. That's what he does. He does reconnaissance work. He knows how to get in, get out. Not only get in, get out. Make sure that he can make it look like that the country didn't even do shit. That's how good he is. He covers his tracks well, well to the point where he can literally make it look like like a suicide or an accident. Cover his tracks super well, and you will have no, no, no back. No, you will not have no look into. They will not even look towards you. That's how good he is. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I have a, uh, we're going into voting. We are going right. into voting. So, um, okay. I, uh, I'm going with agent 47. Um, there are a couple reasons. Uh, like I said, like they both in their like descriptions, like they both wear disguises. That's like a common assassin thing. Um, what I did see about Shelley the Killer is that he is less um, secretive. He always leaves a card with a seashell on it. So, like, that's very not assassiny. The whole point of an assassin is to be, like, secretive and not get caught. And the fact that he leaves a call card is, like, not very professional for what he does as a hitman. Um, also, his, like, his, like, nickname for when he doesn't want to know who he who he, he, he is is John Doe which is kind of cliche um <laughs> that's what they know yeah but um I think the whole leaving a call card thing kind of like I was like that's not what that's very daredevil 2005 do. <laughs> uh, okay. so I had to go with um agent uh, 47 okay so, Wolby, who do you think won? I, I'm just guessing on this one segment, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with Agent 47 because I just, just based on calling card, what is this, the Phantom Thieves? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, okay, the kind of things I understand why you need to get caught. We're going by that calling card, but he doesn't get caught. You didn't hear me when he said he doesn't get caught. They have not called him. End of story. And I'm saying, you don't leave a calling card if you don't want to be known about because eventually you're going to fuck up. Full stop. You're going to fuck up. He did not fuck up. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, if he's in a Phoenix Wright game, that means he's on trial. So I'm gonna he, no, they literally. If, if y'all, he never goes why, on trial. 
He doesn't go on trial. Oh, really? Okay. No, it's literally yeah. a radio. It's a radio that's on trial. If you played the game, there's a, if the statue did more fact checking, it's a literal radio. He's not uh-huh. there. <laughs> Radio. I, I, I never said he was on trial. Okay, I, I didn't know. <laughs> he went there just to fuck with. He went there to fuck with Edward. Forgive me. I got pulled in. No, no, no. I understand. I understand. I just half an hour getting this thing all set up. I'm supposed to be testing my new cover sixty-four. Okay. I understand. I understand. But I'm still gonna go with Agent Forty-Seven just because the whole calling card thing just sounds. Nah, bro. Nah. Okay. Okay. I, I think I, I think I get the argument on the, the fact that while he's not getting caught now, it's pretty much giving him an ego trip on the fact to be able to leave the calling card, and then it'll it'll bite him in the ass later. Exactly. And I wish we had the leap motion because you'd see my hand going yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, but you want to know <laughs> something? Why? So y'all have not heard the part where it, he literally says, "Yeah, you fail." He failed. Yeah. Yeah, and then he also he literally had had somebody give Phoenix Wright his straight up his calling card if Phoenix ever needs his services. And the transceiver blows up. Yep. Is this Inspector Gadget too? <laughs> Chili the killer is now the claw. <laughs> anyway. Um, I guess now that we have the third judge, I am not super judge anymore. Thank God. Do you, <laughs> I, do you have an opinion anyways? I was going to say, it doesn't matter which way I lean. Um, hilariously, um, I'm actually going to, given the fact that it's just two people chose uh, Agent 47, I'm going to go against the grain and go with Shelly the Killer. Why did I feel that from you? I and now that. Now, <laughs> well, at least I got a point. Eric, mm-hmm. hilariously, the only thing <laughs> that possibly could have etched you out the win and the win is if you made mention of the fact that he can get he Agent Forty Seven can get a kill with a heat-seeking briefcase. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the uh, the the Sharpedo the Sharpedo uh, uh, in Isle of Armor briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't didn't mention like how it's like completely irrelevant to the actual abilities of Agent 47 how like people will do shit in the game and then then the, the game company will be like you know what yeah we'll reference that in another level now uh, it's like yeah. like they did with like, with like the, the shock puddle pile in, uh, in, in like I think the first of the reboots like achievement hunter did did like a whole thing. It's like, hey, here's the thing you can do. You can shock people in this file, set it back up. People come to investigate. You can shock them again, and then you just create a whole puddle of people. And then like, yeah, you know what? We'll reference that in a future level. <laughs> so, but no. In, in all seriousness, the the biggest, the real biggest thing that that happened is the fact that, um, hilariously, it wasn't the argument on you know if. You know, the player controlling Agent Forty Seven was the best assassin, or if it was Agent Forty Seven himself. It's the fact that, unfortunately, for as good as he is, he's too good to the point of almost predict. Like, 
his unpredictability is his predictability. Mm. So, and and that has gotten him into quite a few jams within games, unfortunately, especially when it came to like the the whole cloning situation. I think at the end of either the first or second game, I forget which. Yeah. So, the most unpredictable thing you could do as Agent Forty Seven is actually use the sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah, the most unpredictable <laughs> thing is to be predictable, exactly. So, yeah, unfortunately, like I said, even though I do side my point over to over to Mac with Shelly the Killer, two to one vote gives it to gives it to Eric. Woo! All right. Oh. So that leads us into our last question. Matt could tie it up and then do we go to a tiebreaker mm-hmm. or a bunker. You could take it home. Yeah. So let's see how this goes. This next question, phase one. So answers only last question, maybe uh, number four. This is, I guess, a theoretical question, which are my favorite. So creativity. Woo! Live action film. And we did Eric first last, so Mac. Oh, I went with um I went with sorry, I have your name and stuff. Um I went with uh young Adam from um well, uh Walker. Walker. Uh, uh, Sco- uh Walker Scoble. Walker Scoble. And Bunker. I went with Tony Revolori. All right. Okay. All right. So, a minute. All right. Three minutes on the clock. <laughs> um, I guess we'll find out um, how you all say, think these people should play Rayman. Mac. Your three minutes starts ding, ding, ding. now. But um, I went with the reason why I went with him is he he is young, he's interesting, he's he got whimsical in him, he can really act out. If you saw young Adam, he he plays literally a younger version of Ryan Reynolds. And I know a lot of people are like, Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, ha 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 ha. I think he can embody a little bit of that whimsical that Rayman, because Rayman to me is not only um not only like a comedy guy. He also has to have drama, as in Rayman 2. Because in Rayman 2, The Great Escape, he has to have that, like, that drama, that dramatization of him, of a person that's literally down and bound and everything. And he does that in Adam. He has that moments of, like, a smart-ass kid, but he also has those moments where he can be, like, down to earth and in the world of type of things like that, if you saw Young Adam. And I think he embodies that. And I think that's what you need in Young Adam. And I think that's what you need in this film and I think he could do that and I I love that about I love that about him and I think he could do I believe he could do this I think we need somebody young I think we need somebody that could do it I don't want nobody older but I, I feel like this kid could do it and roll into the role we could probably have him playing like the Rayman and Rayman 1 and then we can go to Rayman 2 after the Sprite Escape which is something interesting which gets a little darker but I think he could literally he could be a chameleon in this role if you want whimsical and goofy he probably can do that if you want whimsical and dark and moody he probably could do that and i think this kid is young he's a talented kid i think he could do it i'm going on that okay awesome 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 
All right. Eric. I think it's time for Tony Revolori to have his time in the fucking spotlight. Because every movie that Tony Revolori's been in, he's been the side character, the, the best friend, the Flash Thompson. Tony Revolori needs his time in the sun. He has the acting chops to play every side of Rayman that there could possibly be. Tony Revolori, uh, first of all, nobody has to say Rayman doesn't have to be white. He's not a very white character. Tony Revolori is a, is a beautiful brown actor and can absolutely nail the role of Rayman. And, you know, it's very interesting that Mac went with, uh, sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go, but Tony Revolori, you know, he, you know, a lot of people are, were disappointed with the way they decided to portray Flash Thompson in the newer Spider-Man movies. But I think that his portrayal of Flash Thompson is a, is a, is a deeply troubled character uh, and a modern, uh, a modern day bully and the sort of character that is a much better mirror of Peter Parker than anything. Whereas, whereas in, in his other roles, he, he can, he can play like the, the calmer character, the smarmy character. So he has the full range to do everything that Ray man has to be. And he can embody that energy and he can absolutely nail it. And I fully believe in Tony Revolori as Rayman. Okay. Burge, 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 burge. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, with these types of questions, we don't have a very Oh, long. gosh, I haven't been right for one question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so, so we just move straight on to uh, if anybody has a question. I don't have one. Hmm. Let me think. Um... Oh. Ooh. Oh, okay. I, I've got one. I've, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Just give me a moment to. All right. So how would each of your actors play off of Rayman's constant villain? That's At least for what I know for the, for the first couple of games. There was two. All right, so separate villains. Yeah, Mr. Dark, and then in the sequel, it was the it was the pirate king. All right, then let's let's base this off of two. How would he? How would he put your actors play off of somebody playing the pirate king? I don't know if his name is Pirate King. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> so, uh, Mac, I would, I would, I'll play off of him. Um, I, if we go on Rayman two, I believe he could literally just be. Um, you know, he could be, he's going to literally, he could play off him really well because, you know, if you've seen um, Young Adam, he could, you could do a lot of things. He literally looks at the villain in the eye and he'll sit up there and just say, look, he'll, he'll say, look, I know, I know what I'm, he's sit up there and say, I'm going to take down, I'm going to take back this win. I'm going to do what I can. He, he's, he's seen, he's ready to be a hero. And in that moment in Rayman 2, he has that moment of when he got to face that pirate and him 
literally going through the motions of trying to get to this end boss. And I feel like Adam can really embody it, trying to get to that young that that end boss. And I think he can do it well. And and Rayman is more so of him going through the journey of getting to this point because at that point when you get to the pirate, he already got like all three masks and he's been through it. He's been through it. He's wisdom and he took. I think with this role with with Adam, I think with him he could grow and you could see him literally grow. As you could see him going from this snot nosed little brat and he could literally grow and you can literally see growth with him. That's why I want to choose Adam in this role. You can see growth as he gets the mask and to this point. He'll be more mature than seasoned and ready to take on the pirate ship. Okay. And Eric. Well, what I think Tony Revolori can really bring to the Rayman character is that he, uh, you know, he can get in shape to do all the platforming uh, that you know that Rayman does in his combat, especially in the in the more recent titles. That he can really bring this uh as as you know he's got those he's got access to all those marvel trainers and then if he gets into really good shape he'll be everybody will shut the fuck up about him being a wimpy flash for the next for the next spider-man movie and he will absolutely he'll 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 take all the marvel trainers bring that to bring that to rayman and then he'll be able to bring that into the next spider-man and maybe maybe be venom Maybe be Venom it, it, because of all this training that he gets to do with doing the platforming in, in Rayman. It, it it could it could it's synergy. It's it's nice synergy. Uh, you know, U- Ubisoft, Sony, they're 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 close. You know, and yeah, it's Tony Revolori needs a. It's like he he can bring he can you know he'll he'll bring the he'll bring those those quips. He'll 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 br- he'll be able to bring the clips as his as his fist goes like fifty feet out from him. Doesn't shoot fists in Rayman movies. Already, already. I'm more playing uh, Rayman one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um. Okay, Vera basically. or Wolfie? Wolfie, do you want to go first? I suppose I can. Um, I'm going to be honest with both of you guys. I have no idea who the heck your actors are. Hmm. I have no idea who they are. Mac, I didn't even catch your guy's name. Um, Skull, Walker, Walker Skull. He's from Walker Skull? Yeah, Walker Skull. He's... C-O-B-O. He literally, he literally just had his first acting credit. Yeah. Wow. He's a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I if if we had but a grudge runs, I would have been able to do that. But he was good. Yeah. He was good in that role. He did play that role really good. What What movie was he in? The Adam the Project. Adam, Adam Project. Adam Project. Mm-hmm. Okay. Walker Adam Project. He just got cast as Percy Jackson. So the movie hasn't even come out yet? No, no. No, the Adam Project's come out yet. He just got cast as Percy Jackson. As in Lightning Thief Percy Jackson? Yeah. Oh. Okay, then. 
Okay. Man, he's he's young based yeah. on the pictures. Holy crap. Okay. He's 13. <laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. Um, like I said, I, I don't know who either of you guys' actors are, but um, I was able to find the Rev... I'm going to say his name is Ravioli, and it's not Ravioli. Tony Revolori, yeah. Tony Ravioli. <laughs> it's not Ravioli. I'm just a hungry fat girl, okay? <laughs> I'm just a hungry fat girl. I got roped into this. Anyway, um, I need some ramen after this. <laughs> I'm going to go based on the fact that he had the more credits to his name, especially based on the poor kid's only 13. And yes, I can understand why Matt chose the kid, because Rayman is very whimsical. But I'm also hoping to God that we don't actually go and disembody heads from bodies and everything to actually get Rayman. Because um, that would be kind of spooky. And if you had my option of who would have been a best choice for Rayman, I would have said Walt Disney's disembodied head. Uh. <laughs> but <laughs> just based on, I mean, granted, I haven't seen any of the movies that the guys are in. And I just especially. You should watch I, Dope. Dope is great. I don't do movies. I do not do movies. I see them as a humongous waste of time. Literally, the last movie that she saw was going to the theater with me to watch Sonic 2. Yeah. And that was only because the theater was the little bitty one that's great walking distance from our house and had all five other people in it. So, Dope is a fantastic movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I just, I'm not super geekdom. I Mm. I am video game geekdom. That's it. But I'm just going to go based on the fact that the other guy the ravioli guys, that's going to be the name I call give him. Uh, he's got more acting credit. I'm going to assume he can do a much better job just based on the fact, one, I don't agree with a 13-year-old getting roped into acting roles and stuff just because they are still a kid. They should be being a kid and not in movies and possibly getting taken advantage of by being a dumb kid because dumb kids get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. But also, just I know people. Remember, I am on friendly terms with several pro voice actors, and I have heard what they can do to sound like little kids. So I'm going to assume that Mr. Ravioli can sound like Rayman for whatever lines he may need to deliver. So <laughs> that's my that's my vote. I'm going with Mr. Ravioli. Okay. <laughs> and try to see about who can capture the the essence of what Rayman is. Rayman is... He's a bean. He's a jelly bean with a head and hands. He is very much not just a whimsical kind of character. If I'm not mistaken, he was effectively Ubisoft's attempt attempt at trying to create almost a Sonic-esque mascot. And... I mean, as as much as I also disagree with the notion of children being roped into roles, to capture the notion of, you know, 
rebellious attitude that you know a Sonic type mascot would have, sometimes you do need a kid for it because that's going to deliver the most the, the most powerful punch. In fact, it's like, oh, you you know, you got somebody trying. I'd say you got somebody trying to uh, dominate something, be authoritative. You know, rise against, rise up, and what do? No offense, what are teenagers most mostly um, stereotyped as? Being violent. Oh, no, I can't say violent. Being, being very, very heavily against being held down by obligations at the time. That's that's the most the most wordsmithy way I could put it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm actually gonna go with um with Walker on this one because while he does only have one acting cred to his name, I do feel like Rayman tends to he tends to act about he tends to act childish and sometimes even. Uh, as a grown-up, many people tend to forget what being a child's about, but a child can still capture being a child. So, it's up to you, Mustachio. Yeah. Um, I Sorry. see what, I see what, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, yeah, zero is only judge, no guilt on my part, but here we go. Um, I Googled a bunch about both actors. Um, Mr. Ravioli is <laughs> Tony episode. is 26. And, you know, I was looking at pictures. I was watching trailers. I was watching interviews. He's 26. And Walker Scoble is 13. And as much as I hear you, Wolfie, um, on the child actors... That's just, you know, a fact about the industry. Like, unfortunately, like, kids start young. And and I, you know, I saw that even though Walker Scoble hasn't had a lot of um, experience, um, he plays, like, mini Ryan Reynolds, who is this, like, smart mouth kind of funny... Uh, you know, tough but kind of lovable character, which is how I see um, Raymond. Um, And less like, I think, I think uh, Bunker, you described Tony as kind of like a bully in one line. Yeah, because that's a character he played in in a movie. Yeah, but I'm going on like, who I can see as Raymond and Look like the videos, the very few videos I watched of them and the ages and what they're known for. Um, I have to go with uh, Walker. Oh, Walker Scoble. Now, oh, an- another, another, another role going to a, to a white person. Oh no, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> look, um, screw up, Mister. I won't. I don't like. I don't like Blade is a good game. <laughs> I never said Blade was a good game. <laughs> Again, oh. we we never said that he said that Blade was a good game. He just argued that Marvel uh, that Avengers Academy was worse. 
So we have a tie, therefore we are going on to a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker question. PvP. All right. Um, I'm going to need a something with two distinct sides. I, I, I will also say that uh, Rayman's age is unknown. He's not a I, kid. I, he's well, literally I'm a jelly I'm... bean. Yeah, he's like a little chicken with yeah, no and, appendages. And you're go and at the same time you're going when you brought up the notion of his like more, most recent games like Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends. Mm-hmm. He may be of an indeterminate age, but in all of his actions, you like for his victory celebrations, you see him acting almost very childlike. Yeah, he's animated. <laughs> Well, here we. Well, first thing first. Uh, does anybody have a coin? A coin. I got one, but do y'all trust me? Um, Unfortunately, we trust Mac, you? I, I, that trust goes about as far as I can throw you. I don't, okay, don't, I don't care. <laughs> I It's nothing personal against you, just... No, 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 I understand. You're, you're one you, I trust me. I'll, I'll flip the coin. I ain't got no problem with it, you know. I don't have coin. Alright. Go grab one. There's one in the kitchen on the counter. I, uh, you, you know I, what? You know what? I have, I, have, I have a DVD. Oh, flip it! I will do my best to make sure it stays in my lap, but... Um, Mac. What? Call it label or bottom? Label. It is label. Mac, are you going first or are you choosing? Okay. So, Eric, who do you choose to give your question? Uh, Mustachio. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have a question. It's a fun one, so get your creativity brains ready. So everybody, pick a video game character. And by everybody, I mean you two. <laughs> Dr. Eggman. Dr. Eggman, very good. So what's the question? Hey, oh, no, you no, pick, yeah. game pick your character first. Pick a game character? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, fuck it. Dr. Wally. Doctor Who? Dr. Wally. Oh Here we oh, go. Okay. okay. Here we go. I would like to hear a pitch about your character in the next Lego movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! We both picked good kids! Damn it, Eric! We both picked good ones! <laughs> <laughs> from how Lego Robotnik appears in Lego. So you want us to pitch a movie? Yep, pitch a movie. Pitch a Lego movie with your character. Okay. At the the star. All right, so Eric, Mac chose to go last, so give me about 
see it's about one minute on the clock, correct? I believe, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Eric, your one minute starts now. So the Lego Robot Mick movie would be all about Dr. Eggman having to deal with the fact that he finally beat Sonic. He has all the Chaos Emeralds, and he's just like, well, now what? Now what do I do? I've, co- I've accomplished all my goals. So what he does is he goes by, and, he, and he's just like, Sonic, I, I know I beat you, but uh, you, you think we could do this? And Sonic's just like, no, dude. I think you're just lonely. So it's, it's a whole story about Dr. Eggman finding his brand new nemesis as he and Sonic have broken up after he has finally defeated, defeated the hedgehog. And now his, he decides that he just needs more in his life. And it's a, it's a whole journey of Dr. Eggman building his life. All right, that's time. That's great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mac, you better come with something to top that because the frenemy divorce. I'm sorry. I'm getting. I, I'm, I'm like okay, picturing Mac, it. All right. You got one minute on the clock. Your time starts now. All right. So we all know Dr. Wild is an evil genius. So how about this? Why don't we just do the complete opposite of Dr. Wild? Let's see him build a good robot, but he keeps, but he doesn't, he doesn't know how to build a good robot and they're just completely fucking failures. He's just so good at building bad robots that he cannot build a good robot. He's trying to build all these like, he's he's like, dang, I cannot build this thing right. He just like, and then he just tries, then you can get him literally just trying to, literally go into Dr. White's lab and trying to find the schematics for Mega Man and trying to build like a good robot. He's like, how do we build a big robot? I also, I want Guts Man and Cut Man to just be heads. Just literally just have their heads right there, Lego heads right there, just literally talking to him and he's telling them to shut up like bumbling idiots. That would be funny. I mean, I think we could have that, literally have Dr. Wiley just like trying to create a good robot from what while he just fucks it up. And in the end, he just tries to help Dr. Bot. He tries to help. Mega Man tries to help him. Right. He builds the robot and ends up being stupid zero. Damn it. All right. Well, then. <laughs> We've got two pitches for comedies here. Yeah, yeah these are both very solid. <laughs> um, I'm not going first. All right. You want All me right. to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, right. I thought we got a we got I thought we got get a rebuttal on that. You don't want to Oh do that. yeah. Oh right, the rebuttal. The rebuttal. All right, okay. Ignore me. No, we, we get to choose between a rebuttal or a reinforcement. Or, yeah. All right. So um yeah, so Eric, would you like to reinforce your argument? Yes. Or would you like to try to tear down Max? So I will reinforce mine. Okay. So by the end of my movie, uh, Dr. Eggman has created his, his new rival in the form of Metal Sonic, but Metal Sonic goes on his own path and decides that he now wants to be the villain, and it takes the combined power of Sonic and Eggman coming together to take down the new Metal Sonic threat. Okay. All right, kind of uh, giving it a nice little uh, spin there that feels very Sega. 
Mm-hmm. All right, Mac. I'm on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove my argument. All right. All right. So you already know that Mega Man and Wally are gonna team up to fight this fucked up version of Wild Zero, and it's just. It's not even Zero. It's not. It's supposed to be a good robot. It's just Zero, just meshed up and fucked up. It's literally the. It's to make it a joke. It's the um Beck robot. It's the other robot from Mighty Number no. Nine that's supposed to look like Zero, that's what he creates. And everybody is pissed off about that because that's the Zero that they want to see. And it's like, oh my goodness, I I screwed up. And they're teaming up to destroy this messed up Zero. And they do it. And Wally just keeps bringing up all the good robots that he does. And they just keep failing. And he's like, Maybe I'm just better as a bad, as an evil scientist. And he starts sending his evil robots, and one by one, they just keep getting destroyed. And then eventually, he just keep, he uses Woodman to use Wood to do his leaf shield, and it does something for some odd reason. I thought that didn't do shit. It did something. He just said, there's a leaf shield. He keeps using leaf shield, and it finally beats um, Zero, and he's like, man, maybe I should have done some reinforcements on Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay, well, I can already fact check that. The the person you're looking for is Ray. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought it was Ray. Thank you for the clarification, dear, because I was very confused on what the fuck Mac was talking about in that regard. Because I'm like, wait, are we talking zero or are we talking back? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, so, yeah, my bad. We're talking about we're talking about Ray, the messed up version of Mighty Number. AKA Mighty Number Nine version of Zero. And now now that we've gotten into the to the notion of being able to deliberate answers and and choose a winner, I just have to say, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make this easy, guys. You really don't. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Mac and I have a lot of experience pitching movies. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <with bizarre laughs> concepts. All right. So you said you wanted to go first time? Yeah, I'll still go first. Um, so, I absolutely... At first, when you mentioned at the end that Eggman's new rival will be Mechasonic, I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. I was thinking, my idea was, oh, you know, it's going to be obvious. Like, he's going to make all these failures and everything, and then he's just going to have to get back together with Sonic, because that's just how it works. But then you mentioned Metal Sonic, and I'm like, and then it dawned on me, that actually kind of happens in canon. And Sega would totally go for that. And that would be like far none. That would just that would be like that would be Sonic 4, I can almost guarantee. That would be a Sonic 4 movie. <laughs> but I'm not trying to spoil the other, but shit's going down in three already. We already know that, but that yeah. would definitely be Sonic 4. Um I I, I see your movie is very possible. Um and then Okay, with Max, that is kind of like, that brings me back to late 90s, early 2000s, fangirl, what the fuck, let's just fluff all these characters together and go, what the fuck, why not? Because Inofune left Capcom for a reason. They're not exactly on the best of terms. I just, that would have to be Inafune and Capcom dropping the hatchets, and I mean that would be a good idea, but that would just that would that would fuck up a lot of. Uh, as a Mega Man fan, that being my bread and butter, that would probably 
I can see some fans going, oh, hey, this is awesome. And then I can see some fans going, what the actual fuck? That is not how Ray gets brought into this world. This does not compute. This does not work. And I can see a lot of people getting pissed off. Um, I just, I don't see it as plausible. Like, if I were Capcom, I would be like, you're off your rocker. You need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> like, that's just, the like, I don't know. Like, you're pitching a movie to me, and that's just, I would have better chances of Sega saying yes versus Capcom saying yes, and any crate saying yes to your idea. <laughs> because it just doesn't make sense. It sounds like a, like, like, like a mashed up fanfic, not making sense. So I'm going to go with Robotnik slash Eggman on that regard, just because as much as I love Mega Man and I would love to see Wily doofing around, because he just does not get much character development other than he's the crazy bad guy. Like, I see the Eggman movie being more possible. Fair, fair, fair. At least right. you liked it. I don't care. I like you liked it. I will be honest. The pitches are both great. I literally could not contain myself from laughing <laughs> on both of them. So, um, I would like to go last if that's okay, Mustachio. Okay. Um, well, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed both pitches. I thoroughly enjoyed both pitches as well. So this was like very hard. And also it's funny because you guys picked like very, I guess, similar characters. They did. <laughs> yeah. They did. Yeah. comics of and Wiley teaming up for fuck's sake. Yeah, so that made it extra difficult. Um, but, I mean, <clears throat> I really enjoyed thinking and daydreaming about seeing Eggman retired and he's got all the emeralds and he's like, well, my collection's complete, like, what a, what a, I mean, <laughs> like, or, like, just every time someone comes to his house being, like, hey, but have you seen the emeralds? And they're, like, yeah, we saw the emeralds, like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but look, I have all of them. Yeah, 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 we, we, we know, we know, <laughs> like, I just really enjoy that, and then him trying to find a new purpose in life, I think it would be very funny, um, and Lego movies are supposed to be funny like that. Um, so I, I gotta go with Eggman just because I can see it as a Lego movie that probably similar to like the Batman movie, which I thoroughly just adore. So gotta go with Bunker. But both of you, very good. Very awesome arguments. Yep. Um, And to, uh, to round this off, I'm going to say, yeah, um, with, uh, Eric, with yours, I've, I definitely got notions of, congratulations, we're getting Lego Sonic Heroes. Only, <laughs> <laughs> you know, less focus on everybody else. I, 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 I basically, my, my pitch was, let me combine Sonic, Sonic Heroes and Megamind. That was my pitch. And actually, you know what? That, that's the thing. It, it kind of works because it does ask the question, what happens when the villains win? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I will say the f- the fact that it could work by playing itself as a very nice uh, comedy and like because like the the, fr- the rival divorce thing is a trope that's very centered in comedy. It, it can be centered in comedy itself. And Mac, I will I will say 
yours definitely has huge comedic potential as well. Yeah. I just, I feel like with the way you explained it, you were jumping from point to point with a bit less cohesion other than Dr. Wiley wants to try to turn over a new leaf. <laughs> and ends up failing miserably. Yeah, that's that what I want. That's got to be a new leaf because he went for the wrong purpose. Yeah, it's, it's be, the point of, to... I want to be good, but I'm so good at being bad. That's my whole point. I, yeah, I don't want to copy Eric. Yeah, the best, I... the best way I can say, the best way I can say it is, he's playing Wild World when he's not trying to play New Leaf. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I can so, feel um, like the montage of all I... the failed experiments. Simply on co- the fact that. There is cohesion in Eric's answer. I am going to have to go with uh, Eric's Robotnik answer as well. But legit, both of your movies are something that I would definitely want to see something for the fact that the comedy value alone. Yeah, I really really am upset because I want my film PG-13 and I was like, I can't do it. It's got to be G. I was like, damn it. I need No, I know know one way you can make it PG-13 and that's just making a Guts Man's ass reference. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Guts Man's ass. (laughs) I just need I just need I need Wally just screaming, damn it, after he daggone messes up a robot. Like, damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Hey, hey, hey. We got cursing in Mega Man games before. Bases drop the D word. Well, I know. Both drop the D word. See, I wish I went into more. I I literally have more ideas. If I went into more details, he literally made robots that actually helped. He made Plunger Man and (laughs) Toilet Man. (laughs) I was going to go deeper into this. Like, he literally was like a robot. Oh, man. Mac, here's the big thing is, is like, sometimes you have too much detail. Sometimes sometimes you do a lot with a little. Yeah. So that was that. Guys, we are Takes it away. Wow, that was a an even match, guys. Well done. Good gurge. That was a very, very good gurge. We'd like and, to thank uh, our sponsor, Mr. Ravioli. Disclaimer, we are not fully sponsored by Mr. Ravioli. Everybody, or, or everybody, everybody, <laughs> go watch Dope. It is a great movie. It is a great movie about a bunch of kids who accidentally come across a whole bunch of weed and are forced to sell it. It's fantastic. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just want to say that I it, it was hard to not say ravioli, but that was literally the only thing my brain was coming with. And just every time I mention it, you you want to know what, babe? The only person I was thinking of was freaking Sean because ravioli. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I know how that ravioli. So anyway, hey, hey I just want to prove. I finally proved. I just finally proved that I'm not an easy beat. I'm not the free yeah. space. No, that was. Oh, that was good. well, we'll, yes. uh, we'll see with upcoming events. No, I'm not a free space. <laughs> oh. I know, I know. Next time. Your ass is mine next week. Oh, no, it's Ooh, not. Man. I am going to whoop some ass next week. No, you're not. Oh, shit. You both are going to get whooped by me. Anyway. Anyway. So, so, as we continue onward, let us celebrate Eric's win and. 
lead off with plugs. Eric, where can people find you? All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Bunk Bunker. I will tweet there if I do something. Uh, I might be tweeting about me doing something in a couple uh, that'll be happening in a couple weeks. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, obviously, you can also find me on this channel, uh, Is It Rotten? Next episode will be about Drug Rats Go Wild. Uh, I'm going to fucking jump over that. What can number seven should have won? It's a talking dog movie. The talking dog movie. Bruce Willis literally it's Bruce Willis's Spike simple. the Dog. Oh, boy. All right. Natasha, where can people find you? Uh, usually, you can find me here on the GF1 podcast, Game uh, Gamer Grudge. Or you could also find me on Game Fixers, also here. Um, <laughs> I am on Twitch as uh, Miss, Miss Stachio, like it says in my name. Um, kind of like Pistachio, the nut, but Miss Stachio. Um, I've been taking a break from Twitch. I don't know when I will be back, because real life and being an adult. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can also find me on Instagram as I'm Batmara, kind of like I'm Batman, but Mara, M-A-R-A, which is my real name. So uh, find me anywhere for updates. Thank you. All right, all right. Wolfie. Where can people find you? Give me two seconds. I'm literally adding Nastasia to my Twitch. Is there an underscore? Or no. I'm yeah, not. Yep, yep, underscore. MS oh. underscore Tashio. I see well. it's me, Tashio. Anyway. MS. It's okay. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I'm around. So in the meantime, how about you throw out your plugs? Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, all right. I, I I unfortunately have a lot of plugs, so I'm going to apologize. I'm probably going to take up a good chunk of error time here. And I'm trying to push to get this done around 10. So um, uh, I can be found on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok at Wolf and Wing Shop, which is also the name of my Etsy, which is Wolf and Wings, just without the shop. Um and then I can be found on Twitch as Wolf Shadow Six. I do. I haven't been streaming as much as I would have liked, just because we a lot, a lot of nonsense has been going down. A lot of legal stuff. A lot of getting things wrapped up and everything from the last year. Um, but I, I do. I have just started speedrunning. That's part of why I oh. mentioned that uh, I am testing out my new Commodore sixty four because I am currently the world record holder for Aztec Challenge. All right. Oh, granted, I am the only runner for Aspen. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? But hey, who won this grain of salt? <laughs> like, all of PB Shaker. world record is still world record. Yeah, yeah, I know, but still, it's kind of, I don't exactly intend to flex on people's like, oh, yeah, I get a record. I'm the only one ran the damn thing. But anyway, um, that's where you can usually find me. I'm most active on on Twitter, honestly. Um, that's usually where I tend to be, but uh, I also am trying to get more active on the other places like Instagram and TikTok and everything else. But yeah, it's it's mostly it's mostly Twitter and Twitch. Like I I'm constantly popping into watching people streams, so you'll probably see me bopping around. <laughs> but uh, either way. That's where you can find me. And then I believe it's your turn, dear. Yep. As for me, you guys can find me 
right here hanging out with these lovable lovable goofballs at GF1 Studios, producer of Gamer Grudge. Not the lead, not the host, not even, you know, the creator, just the producer. But you can also find me streaming on twitch.tv slash crimson shooters, C-R-I-M-Z-O-N shooter as spelled in my name. You can, um, my schedule is usually, is constrained to about Friday nights now, but I'm hoping that recent, some upcoming events may make that schedule change to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter and soon to be YouTube, also at Crimson Shooter. Same spelling, same everything. I hope to see you there. <laughs> so, with that, I transferred over to the tr to the rightful owner of this lovable show, Mac. That's for Mac. All right, guys. Well, thank you for um. I want to first of all congratulations, Eric. You beat me for the second time, finally. Um, Will <laughs> Fart fault like usual. We always go to the wire. Um, love you, man. Um, also, um, make sure you go, uh, make sure you go follow everybody here. Make sure you come back, um, come back next Monday where I will be facing against Wolfie and Zero in the Mega Man grud for the, for the next time. Because we did do a Sim Grudge, so now they can shut up about it. We did that Saturday, so go watch that Sim Grudge. It was pretty good. And, um, come back next week to see the Mega Man Grudge. And also, I'm going to be back, people, in another fight because I got to fight again. I'm going to be fighting like three times this week because I got to fight for the right for a prize because I am literally in the semifinals. Thus, I get a shot at the source code. So, like I said, either way, I won. I get a shot at something. So, we'll see. I'm uh, back. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on, Mac. I thought you were done. Oh, no, no. It's okay. Um, but uh, other than that, people, I want to thank y'all for watching. Make sure you keep watching the show. Um, also, we I want to let you know we will be I will be in Chicago. We will be in Chicago for anime. Well, Miss Western anime. So make sure you stop by, say hi. We got TJ said he's going to come see this. Um, he's going to come by. Still trying to push Eric, but Eric is Eric can't do it. And I understand no. that. But we're we're trying to get everybody who want to go join us, come join us. It'll be July first. We will be down there. We will be doing some crazy stuff. Um, I will be in cosplay. Yes, she will be in yes. cosplay. But, but if you're trying to figure, if you're trying to wonder if we're going to be outside of that hotel, which the convention is in, you're crazy because I'm not leaving that convention. Only don't, don't I'm not leaving that hotel because it's Chicago. I'm not crazy. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank y'all for watching. We'll see you next week with Mega Man Grudge. See you guys. Peace Bye. out. Bye. Peace out, everybody. Adios.